Welcome back to another episode. Another episode of the Glory Boy Boys. I'm Austin. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to talk about growing your production level, when to buy gear, and some recent purchases that we have made. Hey, Austin. What's up? It's time to level up. Let's go. All right. So if you're new to the podcast, we have an episode out there Mm -hmm. that really goes through where we started with gear, how we kind of progressed from first buying cameras to getting some lighting and stands and kind of more advanced um, gear just to be able to continue to level up our production. Yep. So we're not going to give all that backstory, but the shortened version is we've used a seven threes for the past four years. We've used the crap out of them. Yeah, we have. And, uh, there was a point in time where we decided it was time for an upgrade. We got two FX threes and have really been rolling with those since they're amazing. Um, really not a ton different, but just a significant upgrade, yeah. um, in all things video from the a seven three. And, uh, we wanted to just chat through some recent purchases that we've made and, just highlight how they've helped us add more value to our clients. Um, that's really the main reason why we buy things, why we purchase new gear. Um, it, it's not just for the satisfaction of being able to create better art, but it's mostly coming from a standpoint for me, at least of wanting to serve our clients better and what better way to serve our clients than to continue to push our capabilities forward and level up and use these shoots, uh, as a way to, take a step forward and level up. And before you check out or, you know, a little disclaimer, if you are still operating on an a seven three or something like that in a smaller rig, like that's awesome. That has worked. We have made hundreds of thousands of dollars from literally just using that rig. Yep. And so you can absolutely do that. And, um, my heart is that you would hear this and just think bigger, um, because there is bigger opportunities when you do upgrade, you know, your team, your gear, um, all of that. And there's a lot more out there, but if you're starting out or you're, you know, a couple of years in or a few years in, and you're still operating with a smaller rig, kind of run a gun style, that's 100% okay. Yep. People make a living for their whole lives with that. Um, we even have kept our seven threes. I love that camera still. It's like, I don't know, there's something about it. I love <laughs> the capabilities of it. And, uh, we're you shooting can, this on it right now. We just, I love it. And we so still have the only several. thing I don't love is the 30 minute time recording yes. limit. But yes. other than that, like beautiful images and great photos and great color. It's just, it's a good camera. I love it. And uh, we'll keep using them probably forever. Um, and it took us so long to get a different camera because Sony was like, I don't know. They had something going on. They like pretended like their sensor, you know? Yeah. They, well, it, took, it just took so long for the A7S three to come out. And then it did. It was like, this and is then you almost, get it. you couldn't get it. But then it was like, this is almost perfect. And then right. you're like, well, and then, then there was stock issues when we actually were ready to upgrade. Yep. Luckily we got a B and H order went through in like a week and a half. Then they were out of stock for another three months. Yeah. Um, which is kind of crazy. They're back in stock now. I actually just oh. got an email like last week. And nice. like, Hey, FX threes are back in stock. We and A7S threes are as well. So yeah, we buy uh, in the market, all of our gear from B and H it's just, it's, it's the, best. the best. It's just, it is. It, it really just, is. It really is. Argue me, fight me on it. I don't care. DM me, dislike this video. It literally is the best. It is for sure. All right. So what have we, uh, what have we purchased aside from the FX three, the FX three really 
didn't change much. It just enabled us to, I, okay. It did change a few things. Yeah. Number one, being able to shoot 10 bit and S log three, um, is really awesome. We're just mean? now trying it. What does so, that mean, Austin? What does that mean? All right. So S log, <laughs> S log three is just, it's a very flat, it's a log picture profile. Yep. Um, we have always shot a modified Cine four profile on the a seven three and we were shooting a Cinetone so far on the FX three because it was really the closest thing to Cine four. It seemed, um, but since this camera now shoots 10 bit, I thought, okay, I'll give S log a try because at least I know it's going to be able to hold up to the color correction. I'd always heard that you really don't want to mess with S log if you're shooting eight bit, because the amount that you have to push it, you'll actually start introducing artifacts into the footage. So yep. I thought, okay, now's a good time to try it. We can shoot 10 bit. So we've been trying that out. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's um, gorgeous. Even just like using the built-in color correction features in Final Cut has been really cool. And the, the yeah. images that we've been able to produce, I'm Wait, really, really happy with. did you with. just say we color our films in Final Cut? Well, I have been. Yeah. We've used Film Convert forever, but yeah. I, I really want to get better at creating stylistic looks yeah. and color grading. Yep. Um, so that's something I'm currently learning, and that is really allowing me to actually do that properly with yeah. good high re high resolution, high bit depth footage yep. uh, that the FX3 is able to produce. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but aside from that, production-wise, really doesn't add a ton of extra value. It's pretty much the same camera, just with a better sensor yep. and you know, is more video focused. Yeah. So in, in partnership with those cameras, we were talking about lenses. We've shot like solely on Sigma art lenses, like yep. the entirety of our company. And so we had recently bought something. We were like, man, it'd be some, it'd be cool to have something a little bit wider or just something that isn't just a 24 to 70, but a fixed like wide angle lens. But everything that we've ever really looked up or seen is there's just terrible distortion on everything. Yep. And I don't, I don't like that look like when I'm cutting that. Can't footage. use it for real estate either because yeah, it just makes the, very the house eye. look weird. Yep. Um, it, there is a certain look to it and you can use it in certain scenarios. I think that it's cool, but yeah, for us, like we couldn't find anything. And so we did buy 15 millimeter, which isn't, I don't even know what it, it's not Sigma. No, it's a Lawa. Lawa. I've never um, heard of that. Lawa. It's the 15 millimeter F2 0D. Yeah. Um, so it's advertised as a zero distortion lens. And from what I can tell, that is a hundred percent accurate. We've shot yeah. uh, music video takes with it, yep. different things. And it does not matter how close you are to the edge of the frame. There is zero, yeah. I mean, almost zero bending of straight yeah, lines. If, you wa if you're watching on YouTube, we actually took this shot with the 15 and just tested out if it would bow this, um, this table line here yep. and just like testing it out. And it was perfectly straight. We're like, holy crap. Like you see the whole room. This is amazing. Um, it's, and it's tiny too. It's, it's really super, compact, super really great compact. for gimbal work. Yeah. I, I've, I'm excited to use it for real estate video Yeah, because getting a super wide perspective, but having it just be clean, very distortion free will be really nice. Yeah. So, and all, all of the gear that we use is in the link in the description. So you can check out on podcast or YouTube. Um, all the gear that we use is right down below. Yep. Um, one thing that we've been really wanting to do for a while, but never really seemed accessible was wireless video. Yeah. And the reason for that is the, the systems that are like industry standard that right. any pro would recommend are not cheap. They're just expensive. Mm -hmm. It's a couple grand and it's just a lot for, for yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so we decided to really test out 
and try our luck with a non-industry standard. Which is um, what we typically do. Yeah. We kind of give the underdogs a try and we test it out. And if we love it, we're going to promote the crap out of it. Yep. We've never been paid or given anything for free. So I'm definitely down if you're listening and you own a camera company or gear company and you want to give me some stuff to try, I'll absolutely do it. But we, we love finding a valuable piece of gear that is significantly lower than the price of the industry standard stuff. We're very known to you know, try new things and yep. test it out. And if we don't like it, we'll tell you. But a lot of the times what we found is like the things that are thousands of dollars cheaper are operating as the, the higher end stuff. Yeah. Like our came TV rig, like, right. I, I don't know anything different between the hundred thousand dollar rig or the $10,000 rig chest rig, but like ours seems to work great. It works and great. It functions and it makes the footage look great. It's like 90% is good for 10% of the price. Yeah. So and that's we, how film equipment is. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a bummer, but it's like it is. that extra, it's a diminishing returns. That extra 10% sometimes will cost you 10 times more. And we're, we're a debt-free company. So we are going to, you know, be mindful of the gear that we spend money on. And so if it's going to be $10,000 cheaper, we're probably going to test it out. And if it sucks, you just send it back. B&H return policy, <laughs> baby. B&H return policy is incredible. It is. Yeah. So we're always advocates for trying out new company or new companies that are up and coming that are putting out great products for a significantly lower price. And a lot of the times we find really great products that we use for years. Yeah. So we ended up going with the Vaxis Atom 500 system. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a little simple system with the transmitter and a receiver. It was $400. So That's really how wrong can you go um, if it works? And honestly, initially we really just bought it for a director's monitor because we're wanting to do more single camera shoots, really planning out our shots. Yep. Um, and Darren doesn't want to be standing over my shoulder looking at my monitor the whole time. So having a director's monitor is something we've wanted to add to our kit for a while. Yeah. So we got this Vaxxas Atom 500 set. And honestly, it's been really great. I love it. Um, it the image quality is good. I wouldn't say it's lossless. You definitely have some artifacts, sure. but it's good. It's yeah. good enough for directing. Yep. And as we found out, at a shoot last week, it's good enough for focus polling, yeah. um, which we will talk about in a second. Yeah. But what value has that added to our company yeah. and our clients? Yeah, it's insane. As I'm really stepping into um, and taking ownership of wanting to learn how to be a director and how to direct shoots and properly lead the the shoot. Um, it's added like a new freedom to myself. I don't have to hover over Austin. He doesn't have to, I'm like yelling at him. He's like moving. I'm bumping into him every five seconds. Like we did that for so long. It was just, mm -hmm. it was just time. And so being able to sit back, shout out what's good, shout out what's not like being able to like make calls and have the freeing mindset has been incredible. It's, it's literally night and day. I actually feel like I can be a director rather than just like some random dude hovering over the camera guy. And so it's been a big blessing. However, another reason that I love it is when clients are on set and there's like six or seven people and we're shooting, you know, two of the people and we got people in the back just kind of hanging out as I'm directing or watching the director's monitor, we can pop it on a stand and they can be a part of the experience of watching what's going on. And they're blown away. Every single person that's like, wait, that's what the camera sees. It like looks way better. Like they love what the setup yeah. looks like and they're excited and impressed. But to see almost like a final shot essentially is 
uh, adding so much value yeah. to our interaction with the clients. They think it's so cool. It's like, man, this is like a movie set. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's really adding value to them. They, yeah. they think it's so professional and it is, and it, it's, it's, a no brainer now. It's like, we can't, sure. if we're going to show up to a shoot, there's going to be people on set. We're for sure bringing that thing. Um, even if it's a small set, because they're going to be able to see what's going on and it kind of helps them feel apart. Yeah. And it doesn't really add a bunch of bulk to our production. Yeah. It's really just a small transmitter. You yep. pop a, a little Sony L series battery on it. It'll last all day long. And the nice thing about it, the Vaxis in particular is the receiver has two HDMI outputs. Yeah. So you actually could have, you know, a director's monitor and then a client facing monitor, mm-hmm. um, both plugged into the same receiver and just have both. So they don't have to even be hovering over you. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I know that it's added value to our clients already, um, because of just the feedback that we got. And so that was, uh, I think a really wise investment. Yeah. And so far we've used it on multiple full day shoots, having it on all day yep. and it has not failed. Yeah. It's been awesome. It has a couple so, little like glitchy yeah, like, every once in a while. If things. you go too far, I don't know that the range is really 500 feet. Sure. Um, we were using it in a, like an industrial like warehouse, warehouse building with a lot of steel I beams and stuff that kind of messed with it a little bit, but it was really very minor yeah. and wasn't a deal breaker. Yeah. I'll even say about that shoot and we can talk about focus pulling here in a second, but we had, had shot this music video and a few of them in a day and uh, Bray showed interest in wanting to be a first AC and step into that role. And so we literally tested it out here at the office. And the next day she was pulling focus on set and she was doing an amazing job. And I was watching the director's monitor. She was pulling focus on another monitor and we had this little setup and I'm sitting with uh, the husband of the wife that's um, in the music video. And I was just talking to him and showing him this, the, the set. And he was just like, so blown away. And we're sitting there and we're both like tearing up as we're watching this. Cause it was just so beautiful. One, I was feeling proud as a business owner and director of like, man, my team is making something really beautiful happen. But then I also was feeling very emotional with the fact that our client was being touched by this and being like emotionally mm. moved because of the work that we put in and by the gear that we had there and by the professionalism and everything. And so he was, he felt very taken care of. He sent us a big long text the next day and was like, this was amazing. You guys are next level. And so I just, yeah, I, I say that all to don't underestimate what you can do. And, uh, once we're, as we're building our team and our gear list, man, it's, it's just been making a massive difference. The components that went into the music video shoot, so yep. we purchased a uh, Tilta Nucleus M, uh, just the basic kit with the fizz and the one motor. So we just wanted to do focus. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to, like we said, try out different lenses. Yeah. So we actually purchased the uh, Sarui, I think is how you pronounce it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sarui is how it looks. Uh, 50 millimeter, 1.6 times anamorphic lens. Ooh which was the first time we've ever even dabbled and tried an anamorphic lens. We've always dreamt of having that. Always wanted to. Yeah. Um, and we kind of used some of these recent shoots as like excuses yeah. to, you know, to upgrade pr- production. Hey, this yeah. calls for this. Why yeah. don't I add this to the, to the kit? It's something we've been, you know, wanting for a little while. It made yep. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the anamorphic lens and then all the like rods and support stuff. I had to get like a RE dovetail base plate for the Steadicam. I had to buy some new monitor brackets. We did buy two uh, Feel World LUT 7S monitors. And uh, so far would 
Super recommend those. Um, they're cheaper than the Focus 5 was when it came out. They're like 339 on B&H. And they are 2200 nit, daylight viewable. Color looks great. They're all supposedly color calibrated from a professional calibration place before they're shipped. Yep. Um, from what I can tell, they are more color accurate than the 702 Touch that we've been using. That's a $1,600 monitor. Yeah. Um, so I would highly recommend that. That's one thing that really helped that shoot because we could add a focus pullers monitor mm -hmm. um, that was a seven inch big enough and daylight. Uh, and then I had a seven inch monitor for the Steadicam as well. Yeah. On so, our came TV Steadicam rig, which is great. Yeah, it is. And a thousand dollars instead of 20 or 50. Exactly. Or 100. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, kind of all of those parts working in tandem, the music video shoot was really the culmination of trying to build towards having a wireless team where I can run Steadicam and I don't have to set focus and stay mm -hmm. um, was something we've never been able to do. Yeah, we've never done that. We've always operated just, all right, we'll do two takes. We'll focus in tight and yep. focus in wide. And stay the same distance. We'll do a little semicircle dance around you. And now we don't have to do that. I can do a push in yeah. and we can track focus wirelessly. And that was, that was really huge. We that couldn't was... have done the music video the way that we did. No, and we couldn't. Honestly, like coming back and pulling just one take in, it's an eight and a half minute song and like watching through the whole take, there's only like 10 seconds worth of out of focus shots. Right. And that would never have been possible. And so it was really Crazy. cool. So cool, man. Opportunities are like opening up for our capabilities. And so it, it makes me want to be even more creative and get more excited about the shoots that we're able to do in the future. In the end, you can make it work with whatever you have. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And I think the main thing that I want this episode to maybe encourage is do it smart, but be looking for opportunities to grow your production. Yeah. Whether that be through team, I would say that almost needs to come first because if you're a one man band, there's only so much gear that you can and should be carrying with you to a shoot. Yeah. Only so much gear you can set up in a reasonable amount of time. Yep. So Really, I think your gear and the amount of kit that you're able to set up and bring with you will grow with your team. Totally. Um, so keep growing your business so that you can grow your team and then yep. just be looking for opportunities to add things that will add value, make your life easier or add value to your clients. Yeah. The thing that I loved about this music video shoot was our clients didn't request anamorphic lens or request certain things. We just saw, hey, this is an opportunity where we could really show off you know, our, our talent and ability, but also it's a great spot to do a kind of a trial run with this piece of gear. And so focus pulling and anamorphics and all that stuff like was new to us on this shoot, but we just owned it. We checked it out prior. We tested it out. Bray felt good. I felt good. Austin felt good. Ray felt good. Carrie felt good. And we were like, okay, let's implement all this new stuff, but also just like take ownership of it and test it out. And it, it's in like that weird, like limbo where like you're still doing a really important job but you're also like learning some of that stuff on the job which is i think very fair and okay yeah but like you have to take those little stepping stones to the next thing because now on a set where we're pulling focus you're running steady cam and i'm directing i i feel way more confident going into something a little bit more scary and intimidating because yeah. i will say it was intimidating like doing that you know like yeah trusting 100%. that it's going to go well. You know, we're just like, I think yeah, it cause will. if it doesn't, I mean, yeah, like they you, paid for a product, so you have to deliver. So yeah, so we had to trust. There was a level of 
And again, like you said, there was a level of preparation. I didn't just show up to the shoot and unbox all of this stuff at the <laughs> shoot and like try to figure it out. Right. I spent most of the couple of days beforehand building out the steady cam, making sure I actually had every piece because yeah. rigging those things is freaking insane. And there's a million little pieces that you can buy from small rig that yeah. you can do whatever you want with. Yep. Um, but setting it up, making sure it works, making sure I know how to calibrate the wireless focus control system, Yep. figuring out that it would actually like bend the cage a little bit. So I had to like calibrate it and then do stop. Like I had to fi- do some troubleshooting. So there's a level yeah. of preparation totally. um, that comes with that. But yeah, I think what we've done um, is seen the opportunity yeah. in every every project that we're working on to level up and to move forward and really just scale with our business Mm -hmm. and continue to scale up our production. Cause as you grow as a business, you know, your clients will expect your production value to grow as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So our encouragement is to use like define and figure out when your time to level up is. So what shoots do you have coming up where you can just step it up, try that new piece of gear, maybe buy that lens that you've never bought or maybe upgrade your camera. Um, it doesn't have to be like this big, I dropped 10 grand, eight grand, six grand, five grand, even four grand. Like you can do a lot with a little. And so find your opportunities to level up. Um, I think you're going to just experience just growth and a level of, um, professionalism that grows, um, your production value grows and really ultimately like your, your client interactions and client relationships will grow. And so I think, yeah, define that, um, time to level up and, and just do it. Yeah, for a thousand bucks, you yep. could you could add wireless video for under a thousand dollars now, which is crazy. But yeah, all this gear cool. will be um, linked again. If you have any questions, definitely reach out to at Glory Visuals. Yeah, Instagram. we love chatting gear. Yeah, we do. I'll chat gear all day long. Austin so. will. Don't test Hit actually, us in the DMs. Test him. Test try, me. Try yeah, it. Test me. No, right now we'll wait. Okay. DM. Waiting. I got one. Let me see if I can see if I can see any. Still waiting. But yeah, we love to talk gear and help you guys out. And and if you're deciding to, you know, hey, I have a thousand bucks, what should I do? We'll tell you where to spend it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll recommend where to spend it. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that's I won't fair. tell you what to do with your money. That's fair. Fair. I'll enough. tell you what I would do with your money if I were you and you were me. Yeah, definitely reach out. Uh, DM us at Glory Visuals. Shoot us an email. Hello at GloryVisuals.com. Um, wherever, just hit us up. Let us know if you have any questions or recommendations or pieces of gear that you really love. Yep. Um, let us know. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell to be notified anytime we drop these videos. If you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a review, uh, a rating, letting us know. We love hearing your encouragement and also your feedback. Yep. We take it to heart. We care. Yeah. Um, and we want to know what we could be doing better um, to provide you more value on this podcast. All right, Glory Gang, we're excited for you to level up. But until next time, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.